Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the conversation. Or you should be saying to me, Daniel, you welcome back to the conversation. Well, I haven't recorded anything in the past week, and I have to tell you, I have been extremely tired, fatigued. I've had days where it feels as if every ounce of energy has been sucked out of every cell of my body, and I have napped multiple times. Now, I understand, too, there's lots of things going on energetically, not only in the world, but also cosmically. The evolving consciousness is definitely upon us, and August has been a particularly cathartic month for me and many other people. There's been many events going on astrologically, and not to mention we've had two full moons, two super moons in the month of August. The last one, which occurred on the 30th, I felt uh, particularly impactful on me. Now, not only have I felt fatigued, but my wife has felt fatigued as well. And when we both feel fatigued, when we both feel a shift in the ether, we take note of it. And so I'm bringing this up in case you too have been experiencing some shifts in your energy. And it could occur in a multiple of ways. You could be extremely tired. You could be extremely energetic. You could be extra irritable. It can occur in a multitude of ways. All you have to do is recognize that something's been different for the last couple of weeks, last three weeks. Your energetic system has been receiving an upgrade. Now, on a personal note, also for me, I'm coming up on Monday, the day that this is actually being released on September 4th, 2023. It will be 35 years since my Shaktipat experience, my Kundalini awakening back in 1988. And that event blew open my life and has shifted everything ever since. I'm not going to go into detail in this episode. If you want to hear more about it, if you want to actually hear me talk more about it, you can go back to 2021. It was episode about the end of August, and it was entitled The Path of an Intuitive. It actually talks about my whole spiritual unfoldment. To assist you in finding it, I'll look up what the actual episode number is, and I'll post that in the show notes. But off the top of my head, I can't tell you what it is. But speaking back to that experience and the anniversary date... It was such a powerful experience in my life. I know it's affecting me today energetically. It's been affecting my dreams. It's been affecting my meditations. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen over the next few days. Now, I know also, too, I just have this sense that in the 1st of September, mid-September, there's going to be even more shifts energetically that we're going to be experienced. And that's really the focus of this episode in this conscious evolution when your mind shifts, when your perspective shifts, what are some of the, I guess, symptoms? What are the, some of the displays that are going to occur in your world, in your perception? And frankly, I wasn't going to talk about this. I, I was just going to let it happen. But I realized it wasn't necessarily responsible of me to allow it to happen and at least not talk about it in case you're actively involved in an energetic shift. But one of the things that came up that has instigated me in talking about this is actually a message from Benjamin, from Ben. 
He says to me, hey, Daniel, you ever get to a point where you've read about and watched enough videos and read about the Emerald Tablets, the Kundalini Activation, and a slew of other metaphysical topics and just feel numb? I know I don't know everything, but I feel like I'm in a hole. I can't go back and pretend to embrace the viewpoint of the material world and have that soft spot idea where my plight is in somebody else's hands and the hope for the best. I've tried certain fungi experiences, and it's only shown how banal everything is around me. He ends the message saying, I guess I need to go somewhere and have an experience. Well, from my perspective, that last statement is partially right and partially off the mark. wasn't going to say wrong. It's just off the mark. Now, the rest of this conversation applies to you if you're in the midst of a spiritual awakening about to awaken spiritually, you start to questioning certain things about the world, or you've been on the path for a while and you've experienced an awakening, and you're at a point where you feel like Benjamin, a little numb. When I had my transcendental experience where I left my body during that kundalini awakening, I had a knowing, or I have had a knowing ever since, that I am not my body, that I'm definitely a spiritual being immersed in the human experience. There's also the profound knowing that the world that we typically experience as reality is, for the most part, an illusion. It's a play of consciousness. That statement is sometimes hard for people to wrap their head around when you're firmly entrenched in the physical world. I get that. And there's times, there's days when I'm firmly entrenched in the physical world. But I go back and forth. And there's days, there's many days, where I feel like I'm out of step with the rest of the world. The concerns, the aggravations, the, the politics, the different policies that are put in place, it, it just seems like a circus to me. And the trivial things that a lot of people get upset about don't bother me at all. Because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. And I think this is where Ben is. When you have this awareness of an expanded reality and you're no longer playing by the rules of the material world or, or I guess you're not activated by what's going on in the material world, it seems like what's the point? You're just kind of numb to it all because it just seems like some big circus, some big drama that's going on before you. I understand that feeling. I've been there many times. And in my research on near-death experiences and my conversations with people that have had near-death experiences, that have left their body, merged with the infinite, had a, had a conversation with God, God is all that is, and then come back to their body, they too typically have this feeling of being disconnected from the material world because they've been exposed to a greater reality. If you haven't yet had this experience, you're going to. I just know you are. We're at a point in time where the evolution of consciousness is expanding. And so many of you are going to know things without knowing how you know them. Your intuition is going to open up. That's why I created the intuition course to assist you in navigating this newfound information. That course is in the nexus. In fact, everything in the nexus of transformation, my online membership, is all about navigating these shifts in consciousness, the shifts in awareness, how to manifest your reality how to tap and you know, access your subconscious mind, how to learn to trust your intuition, how do you differentiate between your intuition and your imagination. This is all part of the spiritual awakening, all part of your spiritual unfoldment. 
Now, to really get a sense of this, we have to go back to the beginning and establish the fact or the idea that we are a spiritual being immersed in the human experience. We signed up to be in the physical. Now, this is why we forget when we incarnate in this physical life. We forget our connection to the divine. We might have glimpses of it. We might have some recollection of it. And there are some children that are being born today in the last 20 years that completely remember being connected to God. When you have the memory of being connected to the infinite, being in the physical world is especially difficult. Many people that find themselves in this situation, in that dynamic, don't want to be here, don't want to be in the physical. They want to merge back with the infinite. This is a very hard adventure for them to be in. But remember, this is, this is critical. We signed up for it. It's an honor to be in physicality, to have a physical life, to be a spiritual being immersed in the human experience. So what's the purpose of it all? If we come here and we forget, it's so we can go through the process of remembering. Because in that process of remembering, we create new possibilities. And so the whole purpose of the universe is continually expanding. Our consciousness is continually expanding. The ideas that God has, we're an aspect of God, and we're answering the question, who are we? Who is God? What is all that is? And the only way we can come to this assessment is by experiencing contrast, by experiencing duality. It's the very nature of being human. There is positive and negative, good and bad. But ultimately, there is no such thing as good or bad. It's our perception. But with that said, in this process, in this journey of being human, of, of coming into our power, of accepting our ability to manifest and create our reality where we get that our thoughts are generative, we get to expand possibility. The only thing we're really here to do is to create something new, to create connection, to create new possibilities. And it's through experiencing contrast where this really comes into being, where it really comes into play. Now, to get back to Ben, when you feel numb, in my own experiences, when I felt numb, it's when I forget I'm here to be in the physical. I'm here to create. And so when you find yourself in this place of numbness, of disconnectedness, we need to get grounded. And he wrote, maybe I need to have an experience. One of the things that helps ground us by far is to getting back to nature or perhaps getting into nature for the first time. Nature has a way of pulling us into the present moment. It will not tolerate us being somewhere else other than present, right with the beauty that lies before you. The other thing to pull you back into the physical is to get your feet on terra firma, on the ground. Actually, physically ground. When we're too much in our head, when we're too much playing in the etheric concepts, exploring the astral planes, and our mind is everywhere but here, it's incumbent upon us to ground our physical mechanism, to ground our body, to actually get your feet, your bare feet on the earth. The transformation's instantaneous, but I suggest spending at least five minutes, up to 30 minutes with your bare feet on the earth. That really shifts your energetic polarity. I've done that a lot this past week. Now I want to draw attention to the last thing that Ben wrote in his message, 
Maybe I need to go somewhere and have an experience. Well, I suggest you not go anywhere unless you're called. You might be called to go somewhere. I've had times in my life where I've been called to go to a place, to an energetic vortex or somewhere that has been healing for me in different ways. But you don't have to go anywhere. The beauty of our experience is that we can go within. We can have an experience within without going anywhere. The universe will bow down at our feet every time we sit down to meditate. But here's the warning. When you sit down to meditate, do not sit down to meditate to have an experience. You sit down to meditate to go to neutral, to release the mind, to release your attachment to the physical, and then be open for an inner experience. Just open for it. But in that process of going into a meditation to have an experience, then you're in the process of efforting of attempting to do something. There is nothing to do, but there's much to be. And in the context of being, here's the rub. Here's the distinction that will make a huge difference. See, many people seek to have an experience, to be at the effect of a circumstance, thinking that they're going to be transformed by something out there. Here's the higher perspective. Seek to be the experiencer. To actually be one with the experience, not disconnected from it. Not It's not happening to you, but you are immersed in it. And this can be the experience of being in nature. You can also have this experience while making love. You can have this experience while eating. Be the experiencer. You can be the experiencer while washing the dishes or washing your hands, washing your body in the shower. See, the the whole thing is being one with the experience. It's being in the moment. When you're outside and you feel the breeze against your skin, it's not the wind blowing against you. It's you participating with the wind. It's a dance with the breeze. It's a dance with the wind. It's, It's coalescing and moving around you, and you're responding to it. You are one with the experience. When you can have this experience of being the experiencer, of being in the moment, then you will be transported to all that is. You will be transported and reconnected to divinity. You won't feel separate. There is the feeling that everything is one. And I admit, as we move forward, we are going to continually have one foot in the etheric and one foot in the material world. At times, it's going to feel like we're at odds with what's going on. But this is where we get to claim our power. You see, in the material world, we manifest through cause and effect. We generate a cause in order to get an effect. We do something. In the fifth dimensional world, the fourth dimension, we're in the aspect of being. It's being, doing, having. In the material world, it's doing, having, being. If the material world is cause and effect, then in the fourth and fifth dimensions, manifesting is generating the effect and then allowing the universe to generate the cause. When we focus on the intention, focus on the vision that we have and get very clear about what we're manifesting, then we turn it over to the universe to fill in the gaps, to bring events into synchronicity, to throw the breadcrumbs out there, which you can follow through inspired action. 
and that's the doing, but the doing only occurred after you were in the being of it. You were being the solution, you were being the cure, being your intention, being aligned with the feeling of your wish fulfilled. Then you start following inspired action. This is the process of manifesting, manifesting from the fifth dimension. And from that perspective, you are an enlightened being. You can create your reality. Now, something I've been playing with, a lot of you are familiar with lucid dreaming. I've been playing with the idea of lucid living. Now, lucid dreaming is your ability to actually be aware of the fact that you're dreaming in a dream and making conscious choices about how you want the dream to go. And it's kind of like a play of consciousness where you're participating in the dream realm where you create an intention and then you allow your other than conscious mind to kind of fill in the gaps to create more of the dream-like details. Well, in lucid living, we're creating a reality at any given moment. And when we realize that we're in the illusion of reality and that reality is responding to every thought, emotion, action that we have, Once we become aware that we're not actually manifesting the world, the experience that we want, we have the ability to shift in that moment, align with our new future, a new intention, and put it into play, and the universe will respond. We don't necessarily have to wait until the next day. We don't have to like go to sleep and reset the momentum. We can actually shift in a moment. Again, what's required is a lack of attachment to the physical world a lack of attachment to the way things are, quote-unquote, the way the reality is showing up. If you don't like it, you create something new instantaneously. You step into alignment with it, you start focusing on it, you align your heart, your mind, and your body with the fruition of that new intention, that new manifestation. And the old manifestation will die through neglect. You might be asking, can things change that fast? Can I manifest instantaneously? Well, if you believe you can, you can. If you really believe you can, you can. It works that easily. I step in and out of it because I'm a human. I still get trapped in the 3D world. But there's other times when I create instantaneously. I don't like the way things are going and I immediately shift it. It's like your car going off the road and you just gently pull it back on the road. Most people start going off the road and say, oh God, I'm going towards the ditch. They take their hands off the wheel and it's inevitable. No, if you're going somewhere you don't want to go, if things are turning out or manifesting undesirably, you shift your intention, shift your energy, align your heart, your mind, and your body. You be the cure, you be the source, you be the fulfillment of your intention. And I get and I understand this is a whole new level of experiencing life, life as a human being, life as a spiritual being immersed in a human experience. Now I want to take a moment and just talk about the, the coming days, the, the shift in energy, the shifts in awareness. You are going to see old edifices fall away, and there is going to be some necessary roughness. And it's going to be rough only because we're attached. We're attached to ideas. We're attached to ways of thought. And you may experience what a lot of people have referred to as the dark night of the soul, Now, the dark night of the soul is coming into the awareness that the way you've thought things to be, your perception on reality, just isn't working in the new paradigm, your new perspective. And so you're just kind of working everything out, and you feel like you're walking through the void. 
as if you're numb, quote-unquote. You're neither here nor there. You're somewhere in between. You're experiencing the void. Now, the void can be very healing. It can be very generative. And it's very creative in this space. A lot of people don't like it. It feels uncomfortable to some people. But when you can embrace it for what it is, it just is what it is, this is getting through the going through. This is what transformation looks like, what it feels like. It's not necessarily easy. As the caterpillar forms its cocoon, it thinks it's dying. It's dying to be transformed. And so some old ideas, some old perceptions, there's going to be some grieving over. It's going to feel like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. It's just not going to feel comfortable. But if you can take the higher perspective, get that there's a bigger picture, there's, some, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, then it will be a lot easier to manage. If you can accept things how they show up for what they are, and they need not be any other way than the way they're showing up, then it's going to be a lot easier for you. But if you live in the perspective that it should be, could be some other way than the way it is, then there's going to be some suffering involved. Now, reflecting back on what I said at the beginning of this episode, that I almost did not have this conversation, at this point, I cannot, I cannot fathom the idea of me not having this conversation. It's important to have. It's important information. It's important realizations to have if you're going through it. Now, when I first went through this back in 1988, it was four months, four months of just going through the motions of showing up, punching the time clock. I wasn't really present. I, I was, I was sleepwalking. I, I wasn't like I was aware, but on a different level. And so, but I was removed from the physical world, and it felt so odd. It felt like somebody else was showing up to work, and I was just sitting back watching him go through the motions. But when I was going through this, I didn't have any reference. I didn't have any teachers to tell me. And then later few years later, I had the dark night of the soul. Like almost everything that I believed about who I was and how I was operating in the world fell on its ear. There was nothing specific that happened. I just realized that I was someone different, that the world was not the way it was. A lot of the assumptions that I had just didn't work anymore. And I had been slow, I guess, in, in releasing them. And I can remember aspects of it were really uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. There was grieving involved. I was grieving for old dreams, old thought forms. My wife and I talked about this this morning. When she found out that her youngest was diagnosed with autism when he was four or five, it was devastating. And if you've had a child diagnosed with autism, you know that there is a grieving process. You grieve for the dream that you had for that child. Because of the conditions, because of the diagnosis, you now realize that everything's going to be different. And whatever you thought it was going to be, you need to come to terms with and you need to let it go. That's also when we lose a child, when we lose a job, when we lose a relationship. There is a grieving process in place where we're letting go of old thought forms. See, that's a thought form energetically. When we have a thought, we project it out into the future. It is alive. It's energized. And we are energetically connected to it. So there is a cutting of the cord. We need to release it in order to retain all our energy and not be split in different directions. Now, if you've listened to the podcast since the beginning, if you've listened to the majority of the episodes, 
then you understand that just about everything that I've talked about on the Align Cell podcast has to do with navigating your shift in consciousness, your shift in awareness, your expanding awareness, how to deal with your connection to the 3D world, how to step into the expansiveness of the fourth and fifth dimension. I don't always call it that. It's a lot like the Karate Kid, wax on, wax off, sand the floor. You're learning the fundamentals by applying them to your life, but they will serve you down the road. And I say down the road, but it's really just around the corner. Now, if you've been on the path for a while and you're similar to Ben and you feel numb, you feel, oh, I don't know, at odds with the material world, you've been learning a lot. Focus on applying what you've learned. Actually go within and play with the information. The inner universe is vast and largely unexplored. Whatever experience you can have with a hallucinogen or a drug, you can actually have with your mind, engaging in your, in your mind and usually letting go. You have to wander past your conscious mind to a deeper level. It's a lot like the Dr. Seuss story, Horton Hears a Who. Horton Hears a Who down on a dust ball. An entire universe, an entire civilization, living in Whoville on a dust ball. And then at the end of the story, one of the Who hears something smaller on one of their dust balls. So it goes smaller and smaller and smaller, deeper and deeper and deeper. Every infinity has a greater infinity. There are multiple layers to the universe. And we, for the most part, have only explored a few. The average person has only had glimpses of what's possible. But like I said, in order to go there, you have to wander past your conscious mind, past your conscious knowing, and be open to something deeper, more profound. You see, and, and that's the trap. That's the trap of the physical experience. We want to know. We're hungry for knowing. We're hungry for the secrets. And so we think in gaining new knowledge is what we're really after. Thinking one new piece of information might connect everything. But what you're really after is a deeper understanding, a deeper understanding of who you really are, who we all are together. You can send your consciousness to the edge of the universe and beyond. What's, on, what's at the edge of the universe? Well, there's something on the other side, to be sure. But what stops you from sending your consciousness to other dimensions? Only the belief that you can't. So as I end this episode, I'm telling you to buckle up, hang on to your hat, we're in for a ride. But it's not going to be that terrible. It's going to be fun if you allow it to be. As long as you don't get caught up in the idea that it has to be some other way than the way it shows up. But no matter what happens in the external world, no matter what happens around you, the real adventure, the epic adventure, happens inside. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just realized that there's something more I have to say. If you have any suggestions, if you have any ideas, any concerns, any issues that around this topic, I'm more than happy to discuss it. I'm willing to talk deeply on it. You send me an email at supportdanovi.com. I'll dig deeper on it. Connect with me through Facebook, through Instagram, through YouTube. You can contact me in a number of ways, and I still answer all my mail, most of it. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 